Hello, this is Vin Peterson from Politics Weekly, and today we're going to talk about a few things that have been going on. Sorry, it's been a bit of a while, but um, I'll first like to start off with probably the biggest news, and that would be Speaker Mike Johnson now. Um, Yeah, Mike Johnson, the only reason, he's pretty far right, but the only reason I think, I won't dive into this too much, but he's very far right on like issues like abortion, for instance, and other things like that. I think the, and he voted to overturn the 2020 election. But the thing is that I think the reason why he ultimately became speaker after this extremely long and embarrassing battle for the GOP was because the thing is, I think that the reason why he won ultimately was because he was relatively unknown and him being unknown is ultimately what allowed him to win. So I think that's interesting. That's ultimately what caused him to win was his sort of relative obscurity and also his just sort of that he wasn't well known enough to um have too much baggage because he was so anonymous like mike johnson has to be like the most generic sounding name ever for a speaker of the house so that's partly what i think happened um in terms of the other news, I'll get to that in a moment. Um, the poll numbers, there's the New York Times Siena College poll that showed Biden down in swing states, Arizona. Trump had a lead of about 5 percentage points, 6 percentage points in Georgia, about 3 percentage points in Pennsylvania, and about 11 percentage points in Nevada, if you could believe it or not. That's where Trump had the biggest lead of all of them. Yep, that Trump is basically running away with it, according to the New York Times Siena College poll. There's two things I would say is that, one... We shouldn't panic about this because, you know, it's a long way out from 2024, but we also shouldn't disregard it completely because there are legitimate concerns about President Biden's electoral prospects considering, I think, some specific concerns would be his age in particular. That's something that definitely needs to be dealt with. So, yeah, that there are some pretty real concerns, but that... That being said, I wouldn't say we need to panic about it, but but we also shouldn't dismiss it either. Um, yep. And another thing is that seemed contradictory to that poll is like like literally like a day after that poll was released, that was just absolute absolutely terrible results for President Biden and Democrats was the election results in Virginia, Kentucky, and Pennsylvania were all pretty good for Democrats in Virginia. They retook the House of Delegates um, and held the state Senate. So Youngkin can no, can't enact his 15-week abortion ban or tax cuts or anything like that, for instance, which is good in my opinion. <laughs> Another thing is Kentucky. The governor's race there, it was supposed to be very tight, but Bashir won by about 5 percentage points, so slightly better than most people expected. By the way, Kentucky is a state that Trump won by 26 percentage points in 2020 and 30 percentage points in 2016. So Kentucky is very much a Republican state, but they reelected their Democratic governor, Andy Bashir, and he ran as just he, he ran as a pretty typical Democrat focused on like um, he talked about the economy constantly, just talking about like infrastructure improvements, education funding, some kitchen table issues. And he talked about abortion as well. Those were his two main issues were abortion and the economy. And he attacked his opponent on, like, opposing abortion for rape victims in particular. And he did a good job. He raised a lot of money, and he was pretty successful. And I think Democrats should have something to learn is just that, yes, abortion's a winner. Yep, you shouldn't talk exclusively about abortion. You should definitely mention the economy and other things like that. 
But um, abortion definitely can do a lot of things in terms of both energizing the base and getting independence to be ticked off by the GOP views on abortion. So I think that's something to note for Democrats is take notes from Bashir is that focus on the economy, focus on abortion, and just be very um, direct in your message. That's what I think needs to happen in order for Democrats to win both in 2024 and in 2023. And they did similar things in Virginia. It's just to, yeah, that things aren't doomed for Democrats. There are some challenges, but President Biden has a path to re-election. Doesn't mean it will be easy, but he certainly has a path. And I think that it's very achievable, but only if we take action. But the thing is, I'll tell everybody who's, you know, anxious about their poll number, about those poll numbers that will help them calm you down to a certain extent, but also not be sort of dismissive of them. I think the best way to win ultimately is to register like crazy. Just register as many people from now until 2024, like register hunt tens of thousands, maybe even like a hundred thousand voters in Arizona in particular by 2024, whatever state you live in, just focus on registering. Like if you have any opportunity to volunteer and register people to vote, do that. Um, yeah, I think a good strategy would be you might spend hours browsing the internet, sort of panicking about some not so good news for Democrats, or you might be browsing the internet, I don't know, seeing just how ridiculous some of the Republicans have been. Channel Instead of spending that time doing browsing whatever you see on the internet, instead focus on registering more people to vote. Yeah, just the thing is, yes, turnout, we're going to live in a permanently high turnout environment. But the thing is that elections are very close and even the tiniest amount of turnout increase in the favor of Democrats can make a huge difference. And yeah, I think the best thing to overcome the anxiety about the polls um, in that we should just focus on like registering people like crazy until October of 2022, which is October 2024, which is the deadline in Arizona. And then if we just keep registering people like crazy, and that if we just get a good ground game, I think we can win. It's not going to be easy, but it's totally possible. That that should be our main focus is not worrying too much about polling, but rather focusing on registering more people. There are legitimate concerns, but things aren't doomed. Um, in terms of other news, one thing to note in Arizona was the monthly tax revenue report came out. Arizona collected $1,035,115,066 in tax revenue for the month of October 2023. That is down 22% compared to the previous year. Individual income tax collections in particular were the worst. We only raised $372 million in individual income tax collections. We were supposed to raise $498 million, that was the estimate, and last year we raised about $600 million. We were supposed to raise like $500 million, so it was supposed to be a revenue loss because of the flat tax, but we only raised $372 million, so we were supposed to lose revenue, but the revenue loss is even worse than we thought. So we're just ending up in a very similar position to what happened in Kansas between 2012 and 2013, is basically when Kansas cut taxes drastically in a very short period of time what happened was an almost immediate like budget crisis that ensued and yes arizona is already expected to face a 400 million dollar shortfall by the end of the fiscal year according to the nonpartisan joint legislative budget committee but my estimation is it could be worse actually much worse i could see it being anywhere from 600 million on the low end to about 1.2 billion on the high end I, my guess is it's going to be about an $800 million budget shortfall when all said and done. 
So yeah, the flat tax is costing the state about like two and a half billion dollars in lost revenue. It's certainly not paying for itself. That is very, very obvious that it's not paying for itself. That with the extra growth, it's certainly not paying for itself. The flat tax is not. It's causing a massive revenue loss. That's going to be very problematic. And our state is already in the bottom ten in terms of like education funding, and it's just going to get worse. So yeah, that's very concerning. Is that when people think that voting doesn't matter, it does because when people enact massive regressive tax cuts for the rich, um, because of the politicians that they elect, and then underfunds and then use that as an excuse about why we can't fund public education, you know, it's pretty predictable. That's why voting matters. Is that we want people to vote to understand that. Politics makes a difference in your lives in terms of things like the quality of your infrastructure, quality of public schools, stuff like that. And yeah, it was pretty startling to see just how much revenues have dropped and just sort of crashed. To be totally honest, um, there was very real concerns about tax revenue. So we're gonna have to probably be in a long legislative session for the next year.、Um, anything else? I don't have too much to report on other than maybe. That it's going to be an interesting next few months. Anyway, see you all later. Bye.